talking about a new emergency rule that Governor J.B. Pritzker has filed to require uh, businesses mandate masks inside the premise and also capacity restrictions and a variety of other elements for uh, the public health guidance that the Pritzker administration uh, continues to advance during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, This replaces a rule that expired on Monday. That previous rule had some opposition, uh, and it seems that some of the opposition has at least been uh, addressed to a degree and to get more details on that. We're joined now on the WMAY Morning News Feed with Rob Carr from the Illinois Retail Merchants Association. Rob, thanks for taking time with us on this Wednesday, uh, and I guess let's uh, kind of just go back in history a bit, uh, back in August, whenever the governor uh, put in an emergency rule that was up for JCAR consideration, that's the Joint Committee on Administrative Rules, uh, that 12-member panel. Uh, you guys did have some opposition. Just tell us a little bit about what the opposition was uh, back 150 days ago. Sure. Good morning, Greg. It's uh, always good to be with you. I uh, hope you had a great holiday. Likewise. Um, yeah, back uh, in August... Irma uh, opposed it uh, rather vociferously. Uh, I mean, first there was little to no warning about it, uh, no no uh, opportunity for discussion prior. Uh, but second, we had witnessed around the country you know, violent uh, interactions where um, when when states had required um, retailers to serve as the, the mask enforcement police, uh, and were not providing law enforcement to assist with that, um, and we didn't want that to happen here. Um, and additionally. Uh, they were imposing requirements on retailers to police this that retailers just had no ability to enforce. We don't have the ability to actually forcibly remove someone from a store, for example. Um, there was what we would consider no due process, no reasonable measures within the rule. Um, and unfortunately, we even saw a tragedy in Illinois, um, in part because of this, uh, with a Walgreens clerk up in the, in the city of Chicago. Uh, but we saw other interactions as well. So our, our worst fears and predictions uh, did come true. Um, however, with this new rule, uh, the governor's office uh, remembered our concerns, did come to us uh, in advance, and uh, we were able to secure some what I would call due process um, uh, procedures in these new rules. So the new rule filed Monday, uh, again, is an emergency rule. Uh, emergency rules filed, if they're not blocked by JCAR or repealed by the governor, uh, they last for 150 days. Uh, so this new rule does allow for um, that kind of due process. Unpack that for us, if you could, and what it means for not just the retailer, but also the person who uh, is planning on going into uh, a retail establishment. It, it, and, and Greg, it may not have gone as far as we wanted, but they did at least uh, listen and, and incorporate um, some of what we were hoping for. So what they afforded us the opportunity to do is provide the written notice to uh, consumers who are not abiding by the mask requirements. So we can now hand something. A retail employee, a retail manager can now hand something to a uh, c- customer who is not complying with the mask m- mandate that informs them that they are required to comply and that if they're not uh, complying, they can ask to be asked to be, uh, leave the store. Um, that then removes the verbal interaction um, that has driven much of the uh, confrontations that we have seen both in Illinois and around the country. So we can simply hand that to them and walk away. Additionally, it inserts into it um, some additional um uh, protections. There are things that if the retailer is doing certain things uh, or has done certain things, then the local enforcing authority should take that into account as to whether or not the retailer is abiding. So that is helpful to uh, helpful to us as well uh, to show that. Now we've had some spotty um, um, interaction with uh, local uh, law enforcement. Some have uh, you know, uh, been writing tickets without even witnessing 
uh, what they claim to be writing for. And so that's problematic. So we'll continue to try to work with locals to address that. But at least in this new rule, the governor's office did take into account some of our concerns. Rob, I'm sure we're talking with Rob Carr, Illinois Retail Merchants Association CEO. Um, I'm sure that uh, you know retailers uh, kind of mixed on this, on on you know how these rules are put together. Uh, of course, you guys have uh, fought to get some provisions in, maybe not all that you wanted. But is this the best process to go about uh, handling these types of changes, which, you know, this time last year, nobody would have even ever thought about a statewide mask mandate. Um, should the legislature be more involved beyond just this 12-member panel? Yeah, that's a great question, Greg. And, I, and you know, I think I think we have to recognize that they were dealing with the, uh, the mechanisms that were available to them. This came down in August. As you know, the Assembly is not in in August. Uh, dry, dragging the Assembly back for, for just that type of approach is probably not uh, going to be too uh, well-received by General Assembly members either. Um, I think the, if you go back to August, the more appropriate approach would have been uh, engagement by the administration with uh, entities like Irma in advance, uh, talk it through, learn from what had not, what had failed in with these types of approaches in other jurisdictions. Um, but that didn't happen. Now we can't put that back in the bottle. I think uh, there's been some admission that probably should have been done. Uh, there's no perfect mechanism for any of these types of things, Greg. And that's one thing, at least I've tried to keep in mind throughout uh, in dealing with everyone, not just the governor's office, but everyone, is that we all uh, have, are going through uncharted territory. We're all kind of making this up as we go. Um, so, um, you know, you try to keep that in mind as and, and learn as we go forward. And then finally here, as we approach lame duck session, a lot of priorities being floated by a variety of members, everything from criminal justice reform to the possibility of looking at the income tax or some Democrats pushing for uh, corporate tax hole, uh, tax, tax loopholes to be closed. Um, what's Irma's uh, position moving into the lame duck? What are you guys looking to achieve? And uh, if you could react to the possibility of uh, businesses possibly paying more, uh, through maybe ending some incentives. Yep, as you uh, as you know, the uh, the proposals uh, dropped from the Black Caucus to, uh, were filed yesterday, and they're very voluminous. So we're still in the process of analyzing those. Uh, in terms of a tax increase in the lame duck, I don't. I'm not one who believes that's going to happen. Um, but we're on guard for it. If it does, uh, obviously we would think it would be. Uh, there's never really a good time, but it'd be a horrible time, particularly for the retail sector. Uh, when you're talking about closing loopholes, it depends what you define as a loophole. Um, there is a, uh, a mechanism uh, in sales tax that re- partially reimburses retailers for their costs of serving as a state sales tax collector. Essentially, uh, you know, we administer, we collect and administer the state sales tax. So uh, that would not be a loophole. That would be a reimbursement. But some people try to include that in there. So it depends what they're talking about. But again, uh, at least so far, we have not seen um, proposals to do that. We're on guard for them. Again, we think it'd be a terrible time, particularly for the retail sector. Uh, which uh, has been closed down part of the last year um, is still part of it is still closed down. Much of it is operating at less than 25% capacity. Um, so those are not a sustainable um, business operating models uh, and certainly not ones that require uh, or should see additional uh, mandates, cost mandates uh, put upon them. As you know, we had suggested uh, even suspending the minimum wage uh, until we could recover, but uh, we've seen a 33% increase during this pandemic in that, and so that adds additional cost as well. Rob Carr, Illinois Retail Merchants Association, always good to talk with you. Happy holidays, happy new year, and here's to making 2021 uh, the most productive and uh, successful we can. And we'll talk soon, all right? You're here, Greg. Thank you.